but it spawned a bunch of mono different movies, a whole a whole genre of film. And we've watched a bunch of those films on this show. I would check out uh, um, This Is America uh, 2. It has Shelby Afra running for mayor in San Francisco. It's a 70s film, among other craziness. But, uh, yeah, Mondo Kane, I, I had to stop it. And I had a couple other films we stopped. I'm happy to stop this. No, I'm just curious. I used to be a fan of Faces of Death when I was in uh, high school and college. <coughs> Then you watched it on, did you went to the video store and rented no, it? No, I just, you know, like, I think uh, through LimeWire and Napster, you could download that stuff. Oh, right. I don't think Napster. Napster did do video at one point, I think, but uh, LimeWire, or Kazaa for sure. MP4s or whatever, and it would always, I remember one time I was like, I'm downloading The Simpsons. Yeah. And it was like a one second video of this guy going, check out whatever me, uh-huh. you know, and I'm like, that's not The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, thanks, Paul. Yeah, see you guys. Uh, Edge of Insanity, Paul Brumbaugh, listen here on Mutiny Radio at noon. Or It's the number two show following my show. <laughs> Paul has the number one show. That's why people tell your friends, make us the number one show so I can rub it into Paul's face. What a better birthday it would have been. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're, we're seeing a whole plethora of people. It's not just... Uh, Vasquez. Oh wait, I guess it is. It's so hard when you like tune out of a silent movie and you look at the placard and you're like, I don't know who's speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So we are watching. Uh, I don't know. I think the movie kind of stopped. Just so you guys know, there's going to be an earthquake. So all of this is going to be moot. They came with the... the you seen the movie Straw Dogs? Straw Dogs? Yeah, with uh, Dustin Hoffman. I have seen that movie, yeah. yeah. That movie is... That's good. I saw it in the last month, and it's pretty... It'll stay with you. It stays with you, yeah. But do you know there was a remake, like, ten yeah, years ago? Yeah, I didn't even bother. I've seen was, the remake. I think it was rated PG-13, the remake. The remake is the, you, you should always see the original, and the original is really hard to sit through. Uh, uh, it's tough. It's a tough movie to watch. Yeah. There's a big rape scene in it. Uh, but the uh, the remake. You, is, thought that, you thought that was a rape scene? It's hard to tell. Just, no yeah. kidding. <laughs> but it, it's a really. I mean, it's one of his best movies. Uh, yeah. Sam Peckinpah. But the remake is just it's it's worse because you know something like Straw Dogs won't be made again. But here's these guys like we'll make it. Yeah. And it's just not as stylistic. It's, it doesn't have any kind of panache that the other one had. And so it makes it even worse that you're seeing this like film, you know. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the movie Three Women? Uh, Robert Ullman? Yeah. I never watched it. Oh, okay. I watched that recently. It's quite good. It's good? Yeah. It's pretty different. I, th- I thought I would try and like go through a bunch of the Criterion collection and, and see movies that I haven't heard of or have wanted to see but didn't. Topsy Turvy. I just watched it this week. The Criterion yeah. Collection. This movie came out in '99. Uh-huh. I think 1999 is the best year in movies. That's your year of the Matrix and your prequels and your Austin Powers and your uh, 13th Floor. But yeah, that's an amazing movie. And the Criterion Collection was on it. It was a two and a half hour movie with an extra disc of stuff. Whoa. Have you seen the Morton Downey Jr. documentary? No, I haven't. Yeah, I'm have from you, New have Jersey. Have you heard of him? Yeah, from New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched that uh, yesterday. It's really cool. 
he <clears throat> Martin Downey Jr. Uh, <clears throat> was a talk show host who just he smoked incessantly and died of lung cancer, unfortunately. But he uh, apparently he was at an airport. I'm sure the documentary covers him getting attacked by skinheads. Yeah. That uh, wrote a swastika that would only be written if you were looking in a mirror and you were writing a swastika on your own forehead. Uh-huh. So it was like reversed. Yeah. Yeah, and then he, he faked the whole thing. Yeah, he faked the whole thing, but he he believed it so much that he passed a lie detector test. That guy's amazing. <laughs> yeah. He showed up in a couple of movies. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's check YouTube while this uh, family drama is going on and see if we can find a good Warren Downey Jr. movie. I think he he was in. My, a, my, I was talking about it with my friend, and my friend said, "Is he Robert Downey Jr.'s dad?" And I was like, "No, that would be Robert Downey <laughs> Senior." That's a great question. Is yeah. Warren Downey Jr. Uh, Warren Downey uh, Robert Downey Jr. Who is Robert? More, if you guys know who Robert Morton, I can't even pronounce these guys. Warren Downey Jr. Uh, His father dad is. was a famous singer and a director. I don't know about the director part, maybe, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His Robert Downey Jr. Senior. No. Senior? I just said... Uh, Morden Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and type Morden... Fuck you, machine. Sorry, guys. Here, I got to... I'm not used to computers. Okay. Do you ever have people call into this show? Uh, not if I could help it. Ladies and gentlemen, feel free to give us a call. As you know, Carl's not on the line, so we have our phone lines open. If you are listening live, it's 415 Uh... We're only 40 minutes into the movie, so God bless you guys. Give us a call. I'll drag it out. Okay, here's Morton Downey Jr., and there's his bio, and he passed away in 2001. Actors, 18 credits. Palmer's Pickup, Meet Wally Sparks. That's where uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, that's where Rodney Dangerfield plays like a Morton Downey Jr. character. Huh. Uh, Dinos' Murder, Hollywood the Movie, Counter-Strike, The Silencer. That's ironic for him to be in a movie called The Silencer. Yeah. Uh, Body Chemistry 2, Voice of a Stranger. Revenge of the Nerds 3, Next Generation. He, he was, was in the, Predator 2? Yeah, let's just cut to the chase. He was Tony Pope in Predator 2. And he was in a Tales from the Crypt. And he was in the first and ten episode. Now that that is a class act right there. All right, so we're back here at the drama. What do you think is better, being a stand-up or an actor? It would probably be ideal to do both. It would, I mean, you would be on your own terms as a stand-up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can create your own. T.J. Miller is one of my favorite comedians and, and comedic actors, and uh, it interests me that his reason, by the way, we're at the Poodle Dog Cafe. If you don't, you don't believe me, they're flashing the sign over and over. Look at that. They're making uh, draft beer and... Those look like um, Irish coffees. Yeah. Kind of. Sorry, this movie interrupted our conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Which is ironic because it's silent. Will you guys knock it off? Here they are, the Mad Dog of the Fog. Have you seen T.J. Miller's uh, short films? I haven't seen them. Uh, He made these shorts himself and he got them into Sundance and they're like... Pretty cool. Oh, he I used to do him when he was like probably twenty nine or something. Or oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Oh, he's. I, I think he's terrific. He he was talking about Silicon Valley and how he he's not an actor; he's a comedian. Yeah. But I mean, this guy for a comedian happens to be in some of the biggest movies ever. You know, mm-hmm. he he kind of saved the Transformer movie. He was terrific in Cloven, Clovenfield. You know, he's done his he's held his own. I sat through Office Christmas Party. He was funny in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, here comes some drunken communist. 
He's quirky. Let him in the bar. This is San Francisco. Oh, I see. And thou, master of this mile of hell. I never even heard of the mile of hell. Oh, but L.A. has the miracle mile. We have the smile of hell. There's some sexy ladies hiding behind the bar door. Like that guy in Home Improvement? Yeah. But the reason you don't see their mouths is because they can't talk in the movie. Right. Yeah. You know he was a cyborg, Wilson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, his, his jaw was actually metal. I just thought he was always like naked underneath. <laughs> doing the neighbor thing. Well, he kept whispering. like You could hear him going, Tim, they canceled your show because you're a conservative. You know, oh, I guess you're right. That dude would pass a lie detector test. Yeah. They fired my show because it's conservative. That show lasted six seasons. God bless it. It's over. His last show, Last Man Standing? Oh, that lasted six seasons? I believe I so. I thought it was like two. I thought it was two, but I just read it was six. Okay. I was under it's, it's syndicated. I've seen Did it. Did you watch any of it? Yeah, it's uh, it's fine. I don't really... It's just a sitcom. You know what I mean? It's. He should uh, have, a, have a gay... He should be gay in the show. That would make it last longer. Because Will and Grace came back, and it had yeah. uh, huge ratings. Yeah, they, but, With Will and Grace, where they they portrayed gay people, and then the guy came out as gay afterwards? Is that what happened? I think that guy was uh, playing a straight character. Because uh, from, from what I understand, Will and Grace, there's four principal characters. Two are straight and two are gay. Yeah. So I, It's I, almost I, If you're on like a show on CBS, you're going to turn gay. <laughs> I mean, it, it is Big Bang Theory. Big Bang? Who's uh, gay in Big Bang? I haven't seen that Sheldon. show. Sheldon's gay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's going to make season four of Young Sheldon pretty awkward, huh? You yeah. When he comes out? Mm-hmm. What season do you think Young Sheldon's going to come out? Season one, right? I mean, uh, nowadays they probably, yeah, they want him to come out right away. Season one. Yeah. Did you watch um, Kevin Can Wait when they revealed the death of his wife? Uh-uh. Oh, it's great. It's great television. I don't know if you've seen, Kevin James had a, uh, someone play his, his wife... And for whatever reason, she was off the show. And they were going to keep his former co-host from his big sitcom uh, to play as the co-star. Not just, you know, maybe they're their co-workers. So the reveal that the mom was dead is that it took place a year later. And they're reading the mail. And he goes, oh, hey, there's a a letter from the gym reminding mom to renew her membership. (sighs) Honey, can you inform the gym that mom passed away last year? But keep the ad. I, 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 I wanted a coupon on those Kung Fu lessons. Yeah. And that was it. Classic. My favorite was always uh, Sanford and Son when Red Fox uh, when refuses to be on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> they would be like, Grady will come in and they'll say, Hey, Lamont, I got a letter from, postcard from your dad. And they'll say, <laughs> Dear Lamont, I'm having a great time on my vacation. Signed, Dad. Sanford. Yeah. And then Grady will say, now Lamont, he will suddenly act like Red Fox. Like, they'll start the episode with him saying, now I need you to do this. And I'll say, oh, Grady. So, yeah. All right, so we're at a fancy San Francisco party, and this woman is looking for the Irish businessman. Don't apologize. My grandfather was right. Blood will tell. Oh, boy. Here comes the weird part. But it is saying TCM.com, so I feel like it's okay we're watching this. This has 346 views. There's probably more views on TCM.com. 
I love these fancy San Francisco parties. They're not too far off. Oh, have you seen Age of Adeline? Uh-uh. Do you know that movie? Uh-uh. So this woman in the Bay Area gets struck by lightning, and she never ages. And she lives in San Francisco for like 100 this is real? years. Yeah. And uh, she falls in love with this tech uh, billionaire, young tech billionaire, who has a beautiful apartment in this magical place of San Francisco. But it Age of Adeline? Yeah. Okay. With Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, by the way, when he was younger, he's he's dilly dallied with her too. So it's kind of like the movie Ghost Story, where two generations had sex with the same girl who looked the same. Whoa! But the way they portrayed you said it was a documentary. It's a romantic fantasy film. Oh well, I, I assume all movies from San Francisco are documentaries. No, it is. I'm sorry. It is a it is a science fiction fantasy film. I don't know why I believed. What? Why would? Okay. Yeah. All right. Have you ever seen the movie Stalker? It was a Russian sci-fi film. Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah, that's a good film. It's so good. It's like two and a half hours, right? Yeah, you're like the only person I've met who's seen it. But uh, I have seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a seventies. It, yeah. It's great. He's known for doing Solaris, mm-hmm. that director, which I've seen too. That's the reason why I saw Stalker. I was just mm-hmm. really floored by Solaris is a science fiction movie which takes place basically on Earth most of the time. I haven't seen it, but I want to now after Stalker. Have you seen the George Clooney version? No, I don't like him. Ah, yeah. It's Steven Sonnenberg. Do you? I don't like him. Yeah. Oops, said that out loud. <laughs> no, he's fine. Ooh, look, a bunch of doves. He's still got this mission that's so great. The Rancho. So I guess no one's calling in? No, nah, no one's going to call in. Did There's you give one... your cell or the home, the place? Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, let me give you my cell number, and that'll be it. No, nah, I just didn't know. Five five zero zero five. Oh no, wait, that's my social security number. <laughs> let me give you my... I do that joke on stage for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit about myself. My phone number is. Uh, I think I'll jaunt by my future ranch. Boy, this guy's a scumbag. This is the businessman, the father of the, the kid who's in love with the daughter of the, his me, adversary. Hello. I, wanted, I had an idea for a video recently. Uh, to be like a, an, a, a, an obnoxious soccer fan. Uh-huh. So like I go into a sports bar and I'm wearing like a jersey and I have one of those like uh, scarfs that they wear. Like Real Madrid and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, and I ask them to like change the channel to a soccer game, but it's like Sunday football. Like they, they want to watch the football and they say <laughs> no. And then I just like, I have a universal remote and I start changing the channels. To, to, uh, yeah. to European soccer? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> and then they beat the shit out of you. I mean, they'll probably forcibly remove me. But uh, that'd be funny. I think that'd be great. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm hoping that I get a, the, the universal remote works. Because I, I, the original thought was that I go to like a horse track and all the TVs that are showing the horse races just shut them all off with like one hit of the button. Right. That'd be funny. Until the cops arrest yeah. you. Yeah. Because that's probably. Hey, a, can you get a rat? It's a federal crime. To turn off a TV? It's a gambling. Let me, let me yeah. figure this out. It's a gambling facility. So they have different laws, right? Maybe the feds are involved with gambling sites. Mm-hmm. So if you do shut that off, you're going to get, they're going to not be happy. Right. They're going to probably put you in the back room with a vice, but legally, but they'll probably arrest you. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so, I mean, that would almost be worth it, getting arrested for turning off a TV. Oh, yeah. It would well, be funny. You, you know what? You, we're talking about the same item. There's a uh, device that will automatically turn TV sets off. Yeah, yeah. So you just walk around, you turn them off on bars and stuff right. like that. <laughs> 
yeah it's dude. a good like high school prank that i love the idea of bringing back it's high school like politics back when you we were all anarchists in high school yeah. fuck tv man you know what i want to do i'm gonna turn off the tv there's nothing they could do but their heads will go whoa mm-hmm. uh all right so something's going on he's gonna destroy the city i guess Man, if this movie was, like, weirdly racist, I haven't watched it yet. So they're going to do something. All right. Vasquez's family is going to lose their ranch, and they're scheming up something with this gentleman. Take your land grants to 112 Sierra Street tonight. I'll have an expert there to examine them. Psh, last time I fell... You know, I went over there. It was actually 110 Sierra Street. Mm-hmm. It fucked me up completely. All right, he's going to leave the ranch and spend the next two hours going home. He's got to tell the horseman, all right, I'm going to get into the carriage and then you're going to drive me somewhere. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you for telling me that. Yeah. What the fuck is he going to say? Oh. See, there's any, there's one comment. So that's right. Thank you so much for update. I do like doing silent movies because then uh, all the dialogue is there. She's back at the old wishing well, kiss and tell. She's got to arrange the flowers on the wall. Oh no, she just wants to smell. You know, what? she's carrying an umbrella. I saw a lady. Paris, uh, parasol. I saw a lady uh, with an umbrella uh, the other day, and her shirt. It wasn't raining. And she was holding the umbrella, and her shirt says, I literally don't give a fuck. <laughs> and so I was like, does she not care that it's like not raining? Or does she, like, even though it's not raining, she doesn't give a fuck. That's why she has the thing. She put the t-shirt on. I said, I need something to match this t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I'll, wear, I'll have an open umbrella. In the, well, San Francisco, Bay Area, I've seen it in Oakland. If it's super hot, then you walk around with an umbrella yeah. to protect you from the sun. And I've seen in San Francisco, when the fog and the mist comes, you open up an umbrella. Even though it's fog and mist, it's just going to go everywhere. Right. So, I'm, I've never been an umbrella guy. Ever? Even when yeah. it really rains? Well, even when it rains. I just... I won't wear, like, rain jackets. Huh. I just... I, I never check the weather. Like, if I step outside and it's pouring, I'm like, okay, I'm just running to the bus. Because the, the weather, even if it's... No matter what, if it's cold, if it's hot... If it's raining, you're just going from place to place where you're in buildings. You know what I mean? Like you get wet, sure, a little bit, but what's the point? If well, there's like be collateral damage, wetness-wise. I mean, yeah. you get wet, and then if I have to go on to public transportation, you know, there's a question: if you bring an umbrella on public transportation, you're going to close it, and you can put it next to you, and it's going to drip all over the seat, and then I'm going to have to go and sit on it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, or if uh, if you do have an umbrella, at what point do you close it? Because you don't want to close it in, in inside, and I don't know. I, I don't mind the umbrella. It actually helps me out in a pinch because uh, I get really wet, and uh, the rain season was great. Just have umbrella. We have here in the studio in the uh, hey, we have Pam Benjamin. Well, we have uh, six or seven umbrellas in the Lost and Found. Yeah. But during the rainy season, there were no umbrellas. So this is a good time to uh, come by the station here at uh, Muni Radio, and rummage through our Lost and Found. And we have a lot of great things. We have six umbrellas. We have about a bunch of uh, record cover sleeves with no... Uh, oh, notebook galore. So are you looking for new material? I'm not. The station uh, hosts three or four comedy open mics, and about three or four comics at the show leaves their... 
There's 14 joke books in there. I don't know. Should we bring them in? That would be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah we can we can bring them in and then maybe uh, look at some of our best premises. <laughs> I, I feel bad. It's private stuff. Well, it is private, but it's private. It's not private when you don't know who it is. Yeah, it's true. And usually you don't know who it is. But at one time I looked at one and I said, okay. And then it was like some really deep personal shit. And I mm-hmm. just had it like back my eyes. Mm-hmm. Hi, Pam Benjamin. Hi, just here you go. Thanks so much. All right, thank it's you. It's my birthday today. Thank you. you I f- uh, yes, please. <laughs> Would yeah. you like to? All right. To okay. There? So while we watch this gentleman trying to uh, gentrify San Francisco, we have a bunch of notebooks from San Francisco comedians. And finding a top in SF is harder than trying. This isn't yours? No, no. And okay. Hesh's career. So someone has a, this is old. Someone has an end of 2016 goals. I'm Okay. End of 2016 goals. This guy. Uh, one of his goals for the end of the if, for the year is to clean up the backyard. Okay. Um, He's got a backyard. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Another one is save 300 to 400 dollars. He's pretty lenient on the. That's easy. You don't buy meth for a week. He says, uh, I'll, "I'm just assuming it's a guy. I don't know why, but he says develop 10 new minutes of material." <laughs> and then under that, he has a little side bullet that says uh, skateboard for five hours. You know so what? Before the end of the year, he just wants to skateboard so for five hours. This is why I can't read these private things. Like that, that one joke, it was a good joke, but this person has their account number in here. So, you know what? Let's make a love connection. Let's see if we can figure out what comedian this is and, and tell them their notebook is here. But I don't know any comedians, so I don't know. I can't help. Huh. But they're listening. So this gen- this person went to Kells and Brainwash. This is from fourteen. Hmm. This is this notebook's from twenty fourteen. But this notebook has a lot. Okay, so we have. Oh, you know what? This guy needs to pick up their notebook. I can't look through this stuff. This is someone's private information. All right, I'll look at one more. For my audience's sake. Happy hour eight eleven. Oh, this is the lineup. Ashton Tate went first. <laughs> Neville Lanning went second. Boris was third. Hunter Stare. Maybe. Okay, so I have set list. This is probably Pam's herself then. This is Pam's notebook. Tips for conserving water. Alright. I'm going to stop going through these notebooks. This, I'm going to keep going, but you right. can comment on the movie. And I would love to. So there. there's some kind of drama in our uh, ranch family's house. She's, this young woman's coming down, and you can tell she can hear something because she cocked her ear. Oh, it sounds like a carriage. Come on in. Oh, it's bad news. You can tell by her face. Oh, uh, it's a, this guy doesn't look good. He looks drunk. See, that's the problem. When I don't pay attention to silent movies, I have to wait to the placard to show up to see what the fuck's going on. He's drunk and he wants to do her. Don't be alarmed, senorita. Oh, boy. Psh, that guy is oilier than the salads I get. I sent your grandfather to the city so we could be here alone. You know, this guy, he, I don't like his attentions, but he does say city with a capital C. Mm-hmm. So, you know he's really from San Francisco. Will you leave or shall I call the servant and make him leave? Dong, dong. You don't see many of the uh, servant uh, 
draw the strings that you pull to get the servant to come? Yeah. The bells. The scenery. I have one. Well. I'm just always pulling it, hoping that there's some servant that'll come. Yeah, and there's probably like the skeletons of a servant in like uh-huh. a back room, and then the soul of the servant. Shut up. Uh oh, this guy's got her. Surely, Senorita will not blame me for the admiration her beauty has aroused. Oh boy. No, flee, flee. Oh, she threw a candle and the lights went off. And the door opens. This is the father. Up. Oh, caught in the act. Jeez, man. You see that dad? He's so pissed he raised both fists. <laughs> yeah, look at him. Jeez. He's kicking his ass. I don't even know that he's speeding up the motion. He's just beating him up. Phew. Oh, now we got more people coming. Oh, there's that fight. You know, I would be in the orchestra going, pow, kapow, uh-huh. punch. Do you ever go to those uh, uh, at the San Francisco Symphony when they do the music along the movie? Along I would the- like to. They, they always have picked good movies, like yeah. fun movies. I know they did Wizard of Oz, which would have been really fun. I, Dark Side of the Moon has one. I've been to the Castro, like, sing-along shows. They're fun. Mm-hmm. It's a, they'll have a special version of the movie which will have fun. <laughs> yeah, these are just dicks. It's just dicks in that yeah. notebook. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. Here's two more you need to go through. Okay. So you've gone through 12 notebooks. What's yeah, a lot of them are just like material that lasts for two pages and then they quit, which is kind of like a lot of comedians. Mm-hmm. Uh, this says J-Date, Gentile versus Jewish. I don't know. You know what J-Date is, right? Yeah. You know, I thought. Boris Shakurko. That's Boris's notebook. All right. J Date. All right, here we go. You know, I thought Tinder would be a better name for J Date. <laughs> right? I don't get it. I don't get it. Tender. Like. Oh, Tender. Yeah. Tender. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So since you just named whose notebook that is, I won't keep going. What do we write? So we'll get that back to Boris. Yeah. We're doing this as a community service. We're not. Staring at your personal shit, we want to get it back to you while we do it on the air. Listen, lady, you got your own wishing well with doves in your own place. It's not going to last. Oh, in fact, this guy, the business, evil businessman, is showing up with uh, sur- conveyor- surveyors. Looks like the dude sold his ranch. I sold my house to Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, he can't believe it either. Yeah, they're going to go right into his land. Get out! Even I could read that. Get out! And then they say, Nope, sorry, according to the Ellis Act, you need to get out. It's you that gets out. We have orders from a boss for you to get out. Big deal, who's your boss? Willie Brown. All right, I'm out of here. Mayor Willie Brown. This is how old this movie is. It's before Mm -hmm. Willie Brown. Is he the mayor now? He was the mayor. No, he's not the mayor currently. Ed Lee. Uh, I got two books delivered to my house before election, both about Ed Lee. One, oh, those free, those free like paperback books yeah, about yeah. him. One was pro Lee, and the other one was anti Lee. Mm. <laughs> published books. 
Well, they are both really pissed, and the grandfather's got his sword out. He's got great hair, this grandfather. I hope What's he? Yeah, hair like that. Do you don't mind your hair going white like that? As long as it uh, goes up. It That's all you want as an old guy is to be able to like get your hair to go up. That's actually one of the pigeons lying on his head. Big swan. Like you know, I want to have David Lynch type hair when I get older. Yeah, I hear you. Here, yeah. here. That's the way to go. You know, it's funny because Bobby in the series, when he showed up 25 years later, he had some serious, like, white, white kind of, his hair went white. Yeah. And it's short. And it has, looks like, he looks like Jim Jarmusch. Mm-hmm. But I want to have, like, David Lynch hair and never have it before. Like, just when I'm, like, 70, <laughs> decide to start growing it like that. All right. It's the morning after. The grandfather has been staking out his ranch. With his sword outside, and he's turning his eyes to the heaven, and he says, he says, please. Oh, we got more notebooks? A Jew and a uh-huh. Polak go into a bar. All right. Nah, it's my boyfriend's bosses. <laughs> That's a good joke. Yeah. I'm just stealing that joke. You know, a Jew and a Polak walk into the bar? I'm just kidding. That's my, it was me. <laughs> I'm Jewish and Polish. All right, so it looks like, uh, wake up, guys, this movie's getting good. So the villain has walked out of the ranch's house, and the guy says, you betray your friends, you defile my innocent, get out of my sight. And you know he's serious, because there's a bunch of dash hyphens in the placard mm-hmm. separating his, his commands. So a crackhead tried to pick me up on the bus yesterday. Uh-huh. That's attractive. I've always dreamed of a life of the rock star life. The grime, sweaty, funk, a disheveled home filled with you other listen, I'm, I can't no, I can't sit here. You're not giving this gentleman's joke justice. That's typical of a comic to cut this guy and down. And of course he asked where I'm going. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to tell you. <laughs> oh, I'm going to the bank. You want to come? Nah. That's funny stuff. I, I, can't, I can't tell if these are just journals that like go in and out of jokes. Yeah, you know, I don't condone this behavior, reading private journals, joke books on my show. But unfortunately, this notebook is filled with stuff. Yeah. Oh, I think that that got hit. I was... And uh, his daughter's eyes are turning cold. Vengeance. Oh, this is, of course. Uh, never mind. Oh, is Pam gone? Okay. Uh, so everybody in the ranch sees that the patriarch is dead. Some serious act. Even the the doves are crying. Oh, now she's pulling the sword literally from the dead body. It's his sword, says he's reading the thing. That's some acting. Yeah, that's really good She's acting. clutching the sword to her chest. You gotta give up to silent acting. Because, you know, her her physical appearance, her acting is so good, but her voice probably is like for shit. Mm-hmm. You taunt a nobleman? 
But he has escaped her evil hands. His soul is with his god, who also is a god of vengeance. Oh, boy. Why didn't you tell me that before I killed him? God of Remember when we did your play? Uh, yeah, the Twilight yeah. Zone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I just remember that. I, I, I thought you did really well. I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. That was uh, the one where the guy's words, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, if you ever watch the '80s version of Twilight Zone. Uh, there's a Wes Craven episode where uh, guys the voc- the word words mean different things to a guy. He just wakes up and people are talking gibberish to him. Mm-hmm. And so Robert Klein was he in that? Was that was that? Robert Klein. Yeah, yeah, he was good in that. And uh, I was very fortunate enough to have Ashton and a bunch of people, and I got to direct them in an adaptation of that version for uh, ongoing Dark uh, Twilight Zone parodies. Mm-hmm. Than they have in San Francisco. Legally, they're they're, they're parodies. Yeah, yeah. That's the only second time I directed. You know, the other the other one was with uh, was Joe Gorman. No, I, I yeah I think Gor- the other the one Star Wars one. No, I, I didn't do the Star Wars one. Oh okay. Joe, uh, Gorman got to play Joe Gorman got to play Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back when Joe was a little skinnier. <laughs> a little more like young. Now he looks like old Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't use that as a credit. The garbage can has been using the credit as R2-D2 for years. Mm-hmm. All right. So the news is broken. She's out for vengeance. She just kissed the sword handle. And you know what? That businessman really fucked up. You know what? I gotta get. <laughs> oh, I don't see you. He used his cape to cover himself. All right, in the awful light of an outraged, wrathful Christian god, the heathen soul of the mongrel stood revealed. What the fuck's this movie going on? All right, he's supposed to be Chinese. You uh, don't have uh, my sword. That's what it looks like he's saying. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I thought the villain was Irish. No, see, the Chinese guy is actually the, the landlord. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. You uh, don't have my money. You have uh, one more day. I'm totally guessing that he's the landlord. Based on China in a town. Based on San Francisco now, I would imagine. Yeah, he's right. a landlord. Uh, when Chris Buckwell sought solace of his ancestral gods, he knew the eyes of Dolores had penetrated his disguise and guessed his secret. Oh, yeah, I guess so. He's down in a secret lair. There's no computer with a giant monitor in yeah. a secret lair. Yeah, where are the sharks? Where's the shark? Where's the giant penny in the... You know that, that dinosaur that's in the back cave? That's a robot dinosaur. Mm-hmm. You say mm-hmm, like you knew all along that was a robot. I didn't know it was a robot. I was just trying to seem like I did. But, but the back cave has like a giant coin and a dinosaur in it. Yeah. And a Joker card. Giant mm-hmm. Joker card. But not a lot of people know that dinosaur is a robot. Hey, that guy is free. You think that... Now that Chinese midget guy, he's got to be dead by now. Yeah, he might still be alive. He yeah. is, I think he is. He's 142. <laughs> His acting career was dead after this. Uh-huh. Yeah. He got kept getting typecast. Kept getting put in a box. Yeah, he was trying to literally think outside the box when it came to acting. Mm. But not a lot of casting believed. 
Thus, Hernandez de Vasquez passed on to his fathers, and his proud name is mangled by Mike Spiegelman into history. And they're at the funeral. They're sitting Shiva. It's uh, Yom Kippur ended. We broke fast yesterday. Mm. And not me. I, I didn't celebrate the high holidays, but happy high holidays. Uh, friends, uh, listeners in, in Puerto Rico, or just people with family and friends in Puerto Rico, the rest of the country sees what's going on. So as much fun we're having riffing movies, we hope you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing this for you. We're doing this for you. We have to, we're not all frivolous. We, we know there's, there's trauma in our country right now. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, if you'd like to donate to the theater, <laughs> to the Beauty Radio, you could go to our website and hit the PayPal button. So there. In a flash, that hideous Buckwell revealed himself, and in his soul I knew he is a Mongolian. So he was passing himself off as white mm. to the Spaniards. But he was all uh, a mongrel all along. His own people will avenge you. Maybe this is where the race stuff is, when you start calling people mongrels. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so she's going to seek revenge. It's now become a uh, Quentin Tarantino movie in the last half hour. So some inwards to close this out? <laughs> yeah. That's literally how the um, Django Unchained then. Like after the credits? Mm-hmm. The N-word is the last word spoken. They yeah. have like a bonus scene. It literally ends on it. All right, so we are back in Chinatown in the inner system. Chang Su Li made his money in opium, which he imported, and spent it on beauty, which he exported. Oh, so finally some human trafficking in this movie. It's mm-hmm. been like an hour. Oh, yeah, evil Chinatown. It's so weird with, like, have you ever been to China Beach in San Francisco? China Beach? Yeah. No, where is that? That's, like, uh, kind of, it's north. It's, it's like, by um, uh, the nude beach. Uh, it's by Sea View, like, that. Oh, rich, okay. And there's a sign saying that it's got his name because a lot of... Uh, poor Chinese people slept on the beach. It's like the most expensive property now in San Francisco, but they still call it China Beach. Hmm. It's like, ugh. All right, so they're going to Hinkley Alley in San Francisco. One of the few alleys not named after a prostitute. Uh, I wonder who was mayor. Who was mayor when the the quake and the fire happened? Do you, I don't even know. Yeah, I have no idea. I didn't know the name of the mayor now, so I probably wouldn't know back then. It's Ed Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chinese they they don't age after <laughs> a certain point. All right. Well, here they are. They're walking right into. Uh, Yifang's uh, evil location. I 
Have you ever been to a, a speakeasy in San Francisco, like a, a bar where you have to give a secret word and stuff yeah. like that? Did you have fun there? That's just like a normal bar. Yeah. Yeah. Did you return there? Like, I didn't go back. You know, the password for those secret places is never please. <laughs> I just want to drink. Yeah. Let me drink. What's the password? I'm an alcoholic and I'm shaking. <laughs> All right. You could, we'll let you do it. Another victim of Buckwell's greed. By the memory of my grandfather, for whom he killed, I swear it's true. He is one of your race, a Chinaman. Boy. They can't believe it. Or no, they knew it all along. He knows that I know his secret. Go to his place and you will find proofs. If he's guilty of this offense against his ancestors, nothing can save him from our vengeance. Boy, this Chris Bucknell's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. They should change this movie from old San Francisco to get Chris Bucknell. Fuck his shit up. Well, Gordo de Reza, I didn't realize. Yeah. What of race? Pride. Pride of race. I'll meet you at his house, and you'll have the white bosses there, too. White bosses. Oh, this is crazy. Just guys, get out of Chinatown. A lot of staircases and saloons back then. Mm-hmm. All right. This is going to be a big fight. But we're not going to see it because she closed the door on it. More staircases. Your yellow countrymen have arrived. You know what to do and when. First, I thought that said you're a fellow. That would be less it's offensive. More often it says fellow, but for this it says yellow. Yeah, that's your fellow you're... yellow countrymen. <laughs> you just got away with saying that. Because <laughs> I don't think there's any example where you can get away with that. She's got her kidnapped. Your great Christian God cannot save you from the fury of the enemy you have made. She lies. Chris Buckwell is my brother, a mongrel like me, and the day of his power is passing. You said mongrel. It's mongrel. I said mongrel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's on me. Yeah. It's a live show. I'm so used to seeing it the other way there. That Mongol. I apologize. I was just acting out. I was. Now, if you said mongoloid, that would have been, that would have been <sighs> worse. It's just so, you know, it's like you look back and you say, well, this is a movie about San Francisco. I want to check it out. And mm-hmm. 90 years ago, it's just kind of, you know, it's raw. But I've been mispronouncing all the names. All right, so we're getting almost to the conclusion of this movie. 
poor Bucknell. He's, he's almost out of here. I think they know his secret. They're going to go out for Soylent and then get out of here. Uh, there's the lady coming down the stairs. She's, I don't know, she's nervous. See, this is some silent movie acting. Everyone's yeah. squinting their eyes back and forth in close-ups. Uh, these Chinese, China men declare that you have said I was of their race. So she's going to lie? He's got his hand on something. It's a button he's going to press. Don't make me press the button. Is it good enough to disabuse their minds? Oh, I see. That light, the button presses a light in the basement, giving a clue that they're going to kill the brother. It's a coincidence. No wonder he's been standing around that lamp with the button on it this whole mm -hmm. evening. God forbid he had to move. All right, so she's saying she lied. But that's only because her brother's tied in the basement and, and might die at any moment. I think so. <sighs> this guy has no pride who he is. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Oh. All right, so she's blocking the button, and now she's revealing the truth. Had I failed him, your nephew would have perished in the cellar beneath. She's explaining to the people in the room what we, the audience, already know. Uh -huh. So we're all on the same page. All right, they they went to the basement. Sorry for that long silence. Jesus Christ, I was moved. this show's going nowhere. Uh, <clears throat> we're just watching them go down the staircase, and they're freeing it. So it's just a weird plot device. There's the Chinese, his Chinese shrine, the god he worships. It's the actual god, by the way. It's not a statue. Mm -hmm. God's like, yeah, it's true. He he worships. He's been worshiping me this whole time. 
Everyone's shifting their eyes. There's his Mongolian brother. There you go. I'm sorry. I got carried away. Surprise, there's a man in a cage. This isn't Folsom Street. Why is there a man in the cage? Yeah. It's a big deal. All right. Uh-oh. Someone blew the fuse. Message of the movie, if you're, in, if you're with Chinese people, never turn off the lights. Okay, why is that? Because they'll kill you. Ah, uh, yeah, all right, there you go. So they learn. All right, so all this shenanigan is about to end. I think they're able to round up everybody. He's going to free the guy in the cage. He's like, wait a minute. Maybe the guy wants to be in the cage. War formed officials. So this is before the earthquake. Mm-hmm. This is what kind of shit's been going down. This is what you would do to kill time. Before the Great Fire, I used to pretend I was white. Man in the cage has escaped. The labyrinth of the mysterious inner circle has removed from the... Uh, you know, I'm not going to read this anymore. Occidental life as the alleys of Trinsen or the gorges of y- the Yangtze. Tired of mispronouncing everything. Tired of my white privilege. Well, there is a underground passage in Chinatown, the uh, underground mile of hell, uh, that leads to a secret passageway. Oh. Uh, speakeasy. Nebobs? I wonder what that means. Nebobs? Is that the Chinese N word? <laughs> Let's look it up. Oh, N A, right? N A B O B. All right. According to the dictionary, a Nebob is a Muslim official or governor under Mughal Empire. Also a person with conspicuous wealth or high status. A person who returned from India to Europe with a fortune. All right. That is my... This show I learned about Morton Downey Jr. and... Don't accidentally close the YouTube tab. No, let's go back to that. Sorry, we took a diversion. Are we back at the, the ranch? Are they still in the basement? The lowest rendezvous of the inner circle was but uh, a level with the life of its inmates. Some cool-ass catacombs. I know, like, recently there were, like, secret clubs in San Francisco. This guy spent, like, a a, a nice chunk of change to make, like, a private club. Hmm. So I guess there, there are still secrets like that. Know your exquisite taste, most honorable Chang Su Li. I have brought to you appraisal of the fairest gem of the Occidental. Oh, the Occident. Excuse me. Occident. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Occident. Occident. I could be wrong. Say that in Occident. So I think the bad guy is trying to buy his way out of, for freedom. And there's his hench lady. 
You know, uh, TCM and Criterion Collection has their own streaming service now. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it like, Pirate Bay? No, it's a. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like Cine Snob or like Retro Movies or something like that. But are you going to do the Movie Pass? What, oh, so the movie pass is where I could go to any movie house for a set. I could see any movie for a month for a set amount of money. Uh, it's like, um, yeah, you pay. I think it's like fifty a year, and you can go see. I think probably like ninety percent of movies in theaters. Yeah, I'll probably do that. Mm-hmm. I'll give me a excuse to get out of the house. So I guess they're selling this woman on this. Is like a a slave auction or something selling white women hey I just found your secret passageway where's Chris and the girl says the guy in the cage what he should say is wow it's really spacious outside of a cage alright they're gonna find her Huh. Don't leave your notebooks here at the station. We're going to read them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. She's finally confronted him. She's so scared. She's got to grip onto that wall. Maybe the earthquake is happening. That's why she's gripping onto the wall. There's no escape. There's laughing men everywhere she goes. The camera's just in the middle of the room as she keeps running around. Are they going to save... Do you think they'll save her in time? I think so. Okay, I think good. she's going to fall in love with the midget. The, oh, he just... He wants her. He's a he pilot. is a gym because that's how tall he is. <laughs> oh, look at that. That is a private vault stuffed to the guild with riches. You're the last of your line. Who will avenge Avasquez now? Well, we'll find out. They're stealing her money? It's cheap. Oh, she's praying to the Christian God. Yeah. Oh, Christian Father who's in Christian heaven. That's the giveaway. That's what she says. Ting tao, sing tong ting. That's translating for... Yeah. He's rubbing in. Is this the earthquake? Yeah, look at that. There's footage of the earthquake in San Francisco. Is that real footage? That no. looks fake. Earthquake. It's cheap to watch a movie and then there's an earthquake in the last two minutes. Uh, there goes that saloon. Man, things are crumbling. That's real shit falling down. <laughs> Who's that guy, Robert Z- Zemeckis? Yeah. The guy yeah. who does like all the doomsday movies? Uh, well, he's he's known for the Back to the Future movies. Ah, oh, you're thinking of... Uh, Roland Zimmerich. Ir- Irving Allen. No. I thought Roland Zimmerich, for some reason that name, feels like the guy who did uh, the San Andreas movie. And- oh, yeah, which I saw. That's a terrific... Talk about a good San Francisco documentary. <laughs> San Andreas? Black Eye Saves People. Uh, the Rock, isn't that The Rock in that movie? Yeah. He, uh... Yeah, well, it's one of those, like, horror movies nowadays, disaster movies... 
everyone dies, but the hero narrowly escapes, and the hero's friends narrowly escape. Mm-hmm. So if everything crumbles, like it's crumbling right now on the screen, these people are perishing, but the hero would just run out right in time. Wow. There's a lot of falling. A lot of falling. I paid good money. You know, I bet you the trailer showed this scene first. Mm-hmm. And then you go see the movie, and then the last two seconds is a quake. Oh, see you later footage of a house falling down. Yeah, that that totally looks like, like a model. Model. That's probably how they, they did San Francisco. The guy with the beard is back, and this underworld of which thou art king, it will perish with thee. I can do it if you want. Yeah. You want me to? No, keep talking. Okay. The guy with the beard is back. Ah, the man who was accused of being a Chinaman is going to die. The model set is being destroyed more. The guy who was being accused of being a Chinaman uh, died. Oh, no. Yeah, he didn't get to push the button. Did he say, uh, what was his final words? I didn't, I couldn't hear what he said. Earthquake. Oh, yeah. Uh, here comes the fire. This is where they light the model on. Oh, the model's on fire. Uh-huh. Two crewmen died of asphyxiation from this scene. It's their own little fire. Man, look, look at that city burn. I don't really care about the main That's actually there. what they thought the city would look like when we uh, legalized gay marriage. Uh, burnt to the ground? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened uh, 90 years ago. They keep cutting to these two people. I just want to see the city burn. Our hero survived. San Andreas, like the rock will be running and the mm-hmm. ground beneath him will be crumbling, you know? Like from far away, these shots, it looks like a guy like in the jungle with his monkey. Right. <laughs> oh, no. So she's passed away. I guess they're too late. I bet she's awake. And by awake, I mean not dead. Right. Yeah. Oh, speak to me. They had to build like a rubble set. Have you seen The Holy Mountain? I haven't seen The Holy Mountain. You haven't? No, I know of the movie. You totally have to. I'd love to see it. I haven't seen a lot of his films. He made a recent one. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to kill him? His shots are weird. It's like they cut back and he hasn't moved to the spot he has. Yeah. Well, you know, these old black and white movies, they they look purple at this point. He's going to jump on him in the rubble. Oh, no, he's laughing over his dead body. Whoa. Oh, whatever floats your boat. That's a weird visual. The ashes of disaster have blown away. The sea breeze sweeps through and cleanses the streets of the Oriental Quarter. The city that was, has become the San Francisco that is. Serene, sunlit, and beautiful through its thrice seven hills. Name all seven hills. Potrero, Dolores, that's not a hill. Maybe. Ah, there it is, San Francisco. Look, no Transamerica building, no Salesforce building. They still have the ranch. God bless them. San Francisco. There's Playland, I guess. Oh, and they have a little girl 
She's the next of her, next of her kind. And the family. Funny, she's riding the midget. Said, <laughs> that's right. The midget actually dressed up in a horse costume to yep. make bills. The end. Thank you, Warner Brothers. A Warner Brothers Ooh. production. It was actual Warner Brothers who made that film back then. Mm-hmm. And there's their lot without the uh, water tower. And there we go. We just something a race. <laughs> uh, Man, I it's been a long time since I've actually sat and watched a movie to completion. Oh right, you didn't yeah. go up and use the bathroom or yeah, anything like that. I didn't like uh, check on another movie halfway through. I mean, technically we did, but we, we did. kept it playing. Well, to be fair, we did go to IMDb a couple yeah. of times, but that's kind of normal. We looked up Warren Downey Jr. Uh, stay after class. Yep, stay after class on YouTube. It's a great YouTube channel. A lot of funny stuff. I'm in a couple bits too, and they're they're worth it. I actually got a tetanus shot thanks <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. things. Uh, and uh, it's great to have you here, Ashton. Love to have you back as a oh, guest. Oh, totally. Uh, I could pick a movie that is not too weird. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. Listen always. Uh, this show will be posted Sunday afternoon, a little bit uh, early evening, uh, courtesy of our friends at iTunes. But, you know, go to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot. Uh, keep supporting the show. Keep supporting Muni Radio. Uh, come see me Tuesday at the Layover in Oakland. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Ashton. And we'll see you next time. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange and weird Commandeered by Michael Hi, this is Carl I'm Mike's friend I I wrote this song My turn on to French poodles Chinese German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes de Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the uh, 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 duh, duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Let's watch.
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com fjs.com again the law office of francis j shaheda in san francisco awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. October 6th, come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda. Headlining... 50 minutes. Opening sets by Amy Bebo, Clay Newman, and Pam Benjamin. Don't miss this incredible headliner for only $10. Friday, October 6th at 8 p.m. Buy your tickets now on Eventbrite. Check us out on Facebook. Like all those comics, and please come support Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday at 8 o'clock. Good evening there, 
my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Rocket Dog Rescue is a Bay Area organization that works to save dogs from death at overcrowded shelters and put them into happy homes. If you're looking to adopt or have some extra cash you feel like donating, go to rocketdogrescue.org. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-D-O-G-R-E-S-C-U-E dot O-R-G. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Welcome to the world of Giant Gnome Productions. Find out more online at giantgnome.com. And now, our feature presentation. Emily, where were you? Oh, I couldn't see anything, so I stuck around to the side to get a better look at the pod. Now look, you can't go running off like that. This is a very serious situation. There are guns, bombs, mines, grenades, mustard gas, not to mention aliens. Aliens? I don't think they're aliens, Doc. What do you mean they're not aliens? Well, of course, you are the expert, but I did get a closer look at the pod than you did. And? And the marking on the craft said HMS Hague. Whatever that thing is, it's British. British? What would a British craft be doing travelling in non-space? They never developed the technology. And more importantly, what would they be doing back here in 1917? Should we go back and try to get in the pod? I don't think there's anyone in it right now, at least no one I could see. No, too dangerous. Besides, we have to get back to the TARDIS before someone notices. Notices what? Turn around very slowly, with your hands up in the air. If you make one wrong move... I'll shoot you both where you stand. Yeah. 
You, sit over there on the cot. Both of you. Keep your hands where I can see them. There seems to be some sort of mistake here. We're on your side. Is that so? Yes, of course. We're both British in case you can't tell. Call me suspicious, but when I see a young woman and a strange man that's strange. just in very odd-looking civilian clothing, just wandering around no man's land, in the middle of a big push, I tend to take notice. Odd-looking? Really? Do I look that out of place? I was just telling Emily earlier that the one thing I can never get right is the clothing. Stop chattering and start explaining. Or you'll both be shot as German spies. German spies? Well, that's the last straw. Look, I've let you push us around long enough. We're trying to help you. You have no idea what's going on out there. And what do you do? You interrupt us in the middle of our work, drag us back here at gunpoint, and now you accuse us of being Germans? What I think my partner here is trying to say is that we're here on a very special reconnaissance mission for the British government. If you don't believe me, we have credentials. They're in my jacket pocket. I'll get them. You just keep your hands up. Inside left. There you go. That should explain everything. Oh, my, uh, special operations, uh, well, I see, I'm sorry, it, it's just, well, you seem so damned out of place out there. Don't apologise, glad to see we still have some very observant young soldiers in this man's army. I don't believe I caught your name. Burlingham, Daniel Burlingham. Pleased to meet you, Daniel Burlingham, I'm the doctor, and this is my partner, Emily Whitrose. Pleased to meet you both. I've never met anyone from Secret Service before. What are you doing out here? Well, we would love to fill you in, of course, but top secret and all that, you understand? Oh, yes, of course. Can I ask you one thing? Yes, you can ask. Don't know if I can answer. Does this have anything to do with the big push? I mean, why we were ordered to go over the top just now? No, that's just military nonsense. Another attempt to move the Field Marshal's summer home another few feet closer to Berlin regardless of the cost in lives. How did it go? Not well, I'm afraid. We couldn't quite break through the German lines. We lost about a third of the men, including the captain, before we were ordered to pull back to the trenches. We took a good lot of Germans with us, but in the end it was a failure. Not to worry. I'm sure the generals will send you another shipment of young boys to die needlessly in another few months. Berlingate! You made it back in one piece, I see. And you brought company. This is the Doctor, Secret Service, and his assistant, Miss Whitrose. And pleased to meet you, Doctor. Miss... Whitrose? Oh, uh, sorry. I don't mean to stare. We don't see many women in the trenches, so... You two are spies, then? This doesn't have anything to do with the blue box, does it? My TARDIS? Is it all right? We've got to get back there. Emily, come along. Thanks for the hospitality, but we really must be going. Look, I'm afraid you're going to have to wait until nightfall. Sun's coming up and it's too dangerous to try and cross no man's land by day. Be sitting ducks for the German machine gun snipers. I'm afraid you're stuck here on the dock. Stuck here? He's right. Nothing we can do during the day. What about the pod? 
pod? What pod? Top secret, Addison, I'm sure. Yes, unfortunately. But, well, perhaps you could be of some service. I know we won't be able to get out to no man's land until dark, but what about the copse of trees along the border? Well, we might be able to get over there. It's still dangerous if there's any foot patrols. But we'd be safe from machine gun fire. I know a way. Excellent. Let's go. I think you should stay here this time, Emily. The less people traipsing through the woods, the better. But, Doc... You wait with Mr. Addison, Emily. Daniel Burlingame and I will make a quick trip to the woods. If that's all right with you, Addison. Yes, sir. Let's go. There it is. My God. What is it? I'm not really sure myself. Some new craft? I've heard rumours that London has been working on some sort of attack vehicle, Operation Water Tank. Does it have anything to do with that? Unlikely. HMS Hague. It's definitely one of ours. Yes, that's the strange part. Wait here. I'm going to see if it's occupied. Keep an eye out. If anyone approaches, uh, run. Wouldn't make more sense for both of us to go. Best not to get separated. I suppose there is some logic in that. Alright, but stay close. And remember, top secret, don't breathe a word about anything you see here. It could completely change the outcome of the war and history. Do you understand? Yes, of course. Should I take some kind of an oath? An oath? Oh, yes, um... <clears throat> as a high-ranking member of the Secret Service, I hereby officially deputise you, Daniel Burlingame, as an Assistant Secret Service volunteer with all rights thereby afforded to you. All applicable rules apply, void where prohibited. Do you accept this oath of loyalty to King and Country? I do. All right, then. Let's go, Deputy Burlingame. My God. I've never seen anything like it before. It's not much bigger than a box of yours would be lying down. Almost translucent, silver, and smooth. Yes, whatever it is, it's greatly advanced. It's certainly out of its element here. Let's get a bit closer. Ah, appears to be empty. You see that hatch on the top there? Yes, I see it. I'm going to try and get inside. You keep watch. Let me know if you see anyone coming. You understand? Anyone. English or German. What is that thing? My sonic screwdriver. It's, well, it's essentially a high-tech lockpick. Very classified. My lips are sealed. I knew I could count on you. Here I go. Daniel, come give me a hand getting down. Here I am. That's a good lad. I'm going to just squeeze in here. 
There we are. Now, hand me my sonic screwdriver. It's just up there. Got it. Here you go. Now, a bit of light and... Very interesting. Room enough for one occupant, the pilot, and rows and rows of... Hmm... What are these? What a what? Berlin game. I thought I told you to wait outside. I thought to expose I thought I'd be safer in here. What's all this? I've never seen anything like it before. I haven't either. It appears to be some sort of refrigeration unit, but I don't know what these things are here. Looks like glass tubes of some sort, filled with blue liquid. Hundreds of them. Stasis fluid, but they're empty. I'm far too small for any life forms I know of. Yeah, I think I found the light switch. No, don't touch anything! Oh, too late. What happened? What did you touch? Just this thing over here, a button. I thought it was a light switch. We seem to have activated some sort of emergency return signal. What's going on? I can't get it open. Never mind that now. Get into that pilot seat and strap in. What about you? I have a stronger constitution for these kind of things. I'll be fine. Now, quickly. Hold on. This just isn't right. I wasn't going to try anything improper. What? No, I can take care of myself then. I meant the doctor. I think we should go after them. But he told us to wait here. Yes, but he also said he'd be back in half an hour. That was almost two hours ago. What if they fall into the hands of the Germans or the alien? Only they're not really aliens. Or maybe they are. I'm sorry, but you lost me. I'm going after them. You can wait here if you'd like. Just... Point me in the right direction. But we were given direct orders to remain here. By the Doctor? Yes, Secret Service constitute a superior officer. But I'm also Secret Service. Uh, well, yeah, but you're a... What? A girl? Uh, well, yeah. I'm also your superior officer, Lieutenant Addison. I... I suppose so. So if I were to order you to show me the way... I'd have to obey. Luckily... I'm not going to order you to. Not really my style. But you can't stop me from going, can you? Remain here if you'd like. I'm going after the doctor. No, hold on. I'm coming with you. 
I thought you'd see it that way. Oh, don't look so down, Alison. I'm warming up to you, really. Now let's go. There. Well, there's nothing there now. I'm gonna get a closer look. Be careful. You're going to open up there. Look here. What is that? It looks like bird marks. Four of them. I knew something was wrong. The pond was right here. This is where the Doctor and Birmingham were. Look there. You can see the footprints in the mud leading up to this spot. And the burn marks. We need to get out of here. We're out in open. German patrol were to spot us. All right, all right. Let's just get back to the cover of the trees. Then what? Then we wait for nightfall and try to get back to the TARDIS. Across no man's land? We don't seem to have any choice. 